everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. For the longest time, I've wanted to do an entire episode about signs. Of course, I've mentioned signs before in many other episodes, but I haven't dedicated a full one to it yet. When we lose a loved one, we desperately wait for them to give us a sign, and many times we miss them. There are also times where we can be so overcome with grief that we almost demand for them to give them to us. And right there, that blocks their light and makes it more difficult for them to show us. I think some people demand the signs out of pure fear. They may not trust that their loved ones are okay, or even if they may exist somewhere out in the universe. And that is why I felt guided to do an entire episode discussing all things to do with signs. Even though I grew up and saw spirits everywhere, I never really understood signs. I never knew that our past loved ones and spirit guides could show us that they existed by just a simple ask and then letting go and allowing them to show them in their own way and time. Back when I was a child, it wasn't really discussed. I never saw things about signs on TV or in the paper, but look at how things have changed and how we have evolved. The closest thing that I knew to be a sign from spirit was through the movie Ghost. It was and always will be one of my favorite movies. It always made me feel that being able to see spirits like Otome Brown was okay and that it did exist and it was possible to channel them. I was so fascinated by the concept that knowing spirits could move items, manipulate electricity and more. And what I found so intriguing was that they could help warn us of danger. And no, not just in the movies, but for real. The things that they can do are incredible. I think I was so afraid to allow myself to see all of the amazing signs that I am sure were all around me, but I spent most of my childhood terrified of ghosts. When I thought of the other side, I would actually envision the movie Poltergeist, and that would make my heart race with so much fear that I blocked the energies around me. I knew that they existed, but I pretended that they didn't. It wasn't until I opened up during my spiritual awakening that I started to allow myself to feel and see them. And once I realized that channeling people's loved ones wasn't scary like opening a vortex from what we had seen in Poltergeist, it was far from that. It was magical and loving. And then, as if by magic, the signs were all around me. Everywhere I would go, the signs were so apparent that I could no longer ignore or dismiss them. And once I accepted them showing me, I was mesmerized. I then learned to start asking for them to show me that they were there and they did. Besides losing my grandmother and a few family members over the years, I hadn't really lost anyone extremely close to me until I lost my father in 2021. In the episode that I had done called Love, Compassion, Forgiveness, and Understanding, I discussed how I spent 12 days with him in hospice. My father never knew that I was a medium. I hadn't spoken to him for 15 years, but I wanted to stay by his bedside to forgive him and set him free. And every chance that I got alone with him, I would tell him all about what I was able to do. And I told him that I wanted him to come and visit my boys and I when he crossed. I told him that I wanted him to always give me as many signs as he could because I knew that I would never question them as some do. I would welcome them and trust them. Well, as soon as he died, the signs were so strong that there was no question that he was there. If you haven't listened to that episode about losing him, 
I would suggest to you, as what he did the day of his funeral was so magical that there is no possible way to make it up. And since then, the signs have been everywhere, especially when I'm going through a tough time. My father, my guides, and all of my loved ones give me extra signs to know that I am not alone. Back in July, I went to Maui with one of my closest friends, Pam. She has been on the podcast twice with me, and she is also one of my Reiki Master students. From the moment we booked our tickets, the signs were everywhere. Both of our dads at our past kept showing up for the entire trip. We found numerous feathers, coins, saw numbers on the clock, as well as on license plates. And oh, the butterflies. So many butterflies flew in front of us, and they were just gorgeous. We literally couldn't deny the signs. They were almost overwhelming, and I didn't understand why they were so strong. But the day that I flew home, I had a family emergency, and it was in that moment that I knew that they had been trying to prep me for something that was going to be difficult. They wanted to give me every possible sign so that I would know that what I was about to go through, that I would have them by my side. And I mean, I wish I could say that all of these signs were a way to avoid something negative happening, but that isn't how this life works. There are certain lessons that we have to go through, and yes, some are extremely terrible, but we are never alone as we endure them. And our past loved ones, angels and guides, will go out of their way to show us that they exist and support us as we experience our hardships. And you know, some may argue that and say, well, if they do all exist, why do they let us suffer? Why don't they step in and help us? And the best way that I can explain it from what I have learned is that our souls signed up to go through all of the good and all of the bad, and our guides hover nearby to try to reassure us that whatever we are about to go through, it is part of our soul's growth and journey. They want us to know that they are there supporting us from the other side. And believe me, I know that this isn't always easy. I've gone through such horrible things, and I've yelled out to them, asking them where the heck they were. But they, in fact, were there the entire time. I just needed that terrible lesson to evolve. So yes, sometimes we may feel that they don't exist, but they really do, I swear. So over the last month, things in my life have been pretty stressful. I've been meaning to get this episode out for quite some time, but I had to take a step back and take care of my family. Sadly, my husband's sister passed away at the young age of 47. She left behind six beautiful children from the ages of 27 to 11. I've been hurting so badly for them. I just love them so much, and it is absolutely painful to watch and feel them grieve. A week before she passed, Nick's grandparents had come to me in my dream. His sister hadn't been doing well, and I knew when I had woken up that it was some sort of warning. I tried to prep Nick for what I felt they were trying to say. And the very next night, my father also came to me in a dream. Now that is really unusual for me to have visits like that back to back. I couldn't shake that awful feeling that they were coming to warn us. And sadly, they were right. There were also so many signs leading up to the dreams. I had been seeing 911 and 555 on the clock, and really everywhere that I could see numbers. It was so overwhelming because it wasn't like it was like once or twice a day. It was everywhere that I turned. And most times when I see angel numbers on the clock, I feel so happy and wonderful knowing that they're with me. But each time that I would see 911 and 555, I would get a sick feeling in my stomach. I knew something was wrong. 
and I had a feeling of what was going to happen. But of course, there wasn't anything that I could do. And honestly, I'm not sure what would be better. No heads up from spirit or having them warn me. So over the last 10 years, I've known each time a family member was going to pass. Spirit comes to me in my dreams to warn me. And sometimes they won't show me who, but all I know is that someone close to me is going to pass. And that can be extremely unsettling, but there must be a reason as to why they give me that heads up. The day that she passed, Nick jumped on a plane to go be with all of the kids. And that night, I went to bed feeling so heavy. My heart was hurting so badly for his whole family. And my father came to me again in my dreams. It was so crystal clear and so real. We were in Costa Rica and somehow we always end up meeting there as it's my favorite place, but also it was his. So in my dream, I saw him coming down a staircase and he looked right at me and smiled from ear to ear. He walked over to me and hugged me so tight. The hug was so full of love and comfort. It was just magical. Then we both turned as someone took our picture. And as the flash went off, I woke up abruptly. I was so disappointed as I was enjoying his presence so much. So I reached over to get my phone to check what time it was, and I saw that it was 7 a.m. But the odd thing was that I had seen that a family member that I haven't spoken to in over a year had messaged me, and so I had opened it up to see what she had said. Well, as soon as I opened the message, I sat straight up in bed and had to focus my eyes. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. In her message, she had sent three photos of her and my dad. She had said that the memories had popped up on her Facebook and she wanted to share them. I literally sat there completely dumbfounded. It made the dream even more real for me. Two amazing signs from him. So that day I was feeling pretty heavy, even after the dream. It felt like grief was hitting me hard. Grief for everyone in our families. And I tried to go out Christmas shopping to try to feel a little bit better but I walked around the store aimlessly and I left empty handed. I just couldn't seem to shake that heaviness. So I got in my car and drove off out of the parking lot. And just as I was about to turn to the main road, I heard, look, and I felt as if someone had turned my head for me to notice the license plate on the car beside me. I couldn't quite see it, so I had to back up and pull up right behind it. Now, I see angel numbers all day, every day, such as 777, 333, 222, etc., but that wasn't what I saw. I sat there staring at this license plate, and I started to cry. What was written on it was my maiden name. My father's name was Jerry Elias. The license plate had Elias written on it. I think I sat there for what seemed like an endless amount of time, and I cried so hard. That was my third sign from him. He always comes to me in threes, and that's why I even wear a 333 three necklace around my neck. Now I know that so many times we can all question the signs from spirit. We almost want to try to reason with ourselves, and most times we can chalk things up to coincidence, but come on. These are the signs that cannot be denied. You really can't make this shit up. And so I drove out of that parking lot with the greatest sense of comfort that I have ever felt since he had passed. I knew he was trying to help me in so many ways, and he did. Even I need the signs and the reminders as a medium that they are nearby. The signs are real. I've never been more sure of something in my entire life. 
I could probably write an entire book about all of the amazing signs that I have received over the years, not only from my loved ones, but from my angels and guides. I have a lot of clients that tell me that they don't know if their signs from their loved ones are actually real. And some will say that they used to get so many signs and then all of a sudden they just all went away. But what I have learned from doing this work is that even if for a fraction of a second you feel or wonder if that is a sign from your loved one, it is. The second that they pop into your head, that is the sign. And if you feel that they haven't been giving you as many signs as before, they may feel that you are okay and may not need them as badly as before. And also, if you feel that you have never received a sign from your past loved one, I hate to say this, but you may be blocking them. Now, why does this happen? Well, it can happen because you may be so embroiled in grieving that they cannot get past your energy. And you may also be hurting so badly that you are missing all of the signs that they're trying to show you. So now let's go through some of the ways that spirit can try to get your attention and show you that they are there. Number one, a touch. You may feel their gentle touch on your arm or hand. You may even feel like you've been hugged. Number two, a voice. You may hear someone calling your name. It may even be a voice within your mind. It will be your voice, but not your thought. Number three, a fragrance. You may smell something that reminds you of them, such as a cigarette, cologne, perfume, or even the scent of their favorite food. Number four, a sense of their presence. We all have a very unique and special energy imprint and you may feel that exact energy when they are close by. Number five, you may see a quick flash out of the corner of your eye. You may see a shadow walk by and you turn your head to follow and focus on it, but it disappears quickly. Number six, a dream. Your loved one may appear to you in a dream to let you know that they are okay. They may not even be able to talk in it, but you can see them without a doubt. Those dream visits feel so real, and for sure you can't deny them. Number seven, through electricity. It is easy for them to manipulate electricity. They may mess with your TV, turn lights on and off, play with your phone, etc. It's one of the easiest ways for them to give you a sign. The one that I see so many of the times are when they play their favorite songs on the radio. Those are not coincidences. That is a sign from your loved one. Number eight, finding dimes and pennies. You may find these coins randomly in places that you cannot deny. Some people may try to say, oh, well, it must have fallen out of my pocket or wallet. But that isn't it. These coins are left for you to acknowledge their existence. Number nine, rainbows. These beams of light are purely magical and when you see one and your loved one pops into your mind, trust me, that is them saying hello. Number 10. Birds, butterflies, and dragonflies. Your loved ones love to show up through these beautiful winged beings. They will come so close to you, and they won't go until you acknowledge them. Some may even land on you or right near you. Number 11. Footsteps. You may hear footsteps in your home and you feel as if someone is walking around, and they really can do that. Number 12, moved items. They may move items around your home to let you know that they are there. 
That could be a picture frame that keeps becoming crooked, or sometimes even an item that goes missing and magically, magically reappears out of nowhere. Number 13, feathers. You may find feathers upon your path, such as a white one, a brown, or even black. And yes, feathers fall off of birds all the time, but you finding them out of nowhere, trust me, that's a sign from your loved one. Number 14, numbers. Repetitive numbers are also a huge sign. You may see them on a license plate, on the clock, or on the side of a building or billboard. They can be double or triple digit sequences such as 333, 444, 555, etc. The best way that I can say to trust that whatever you are seeing or feeling is a sign from your past loved one is as simple as that. Trust it. If you think of them in that moment, that is the sign. So I want to leave you all with this today. Signs from spirit are all around us. If we open up and allow them to prove their existence, they will. Try your best to ask for a sign and then let go of the when, why, and the how. The less demands and expectations, the easier it will be for them to show you. I want to thank you all so much for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. I know that I used to put out episodes bi-weekly, and I really wish that I could keep going that way. But for now, I will do my best to keep releasing whatever I can and as fast as I can. I do hope that you continue to join me on this journey of mine. I have many more episodes that I am being guided to do and many more amazing guests to share with all of you. So until next time, everyone. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.